Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Leilani Cure is the founder and CEO of Be The Change HR a social enterprise that helps companies hire the right talent and create and support happy, healthy workforces. Leilani lives by Mahatma Gandhi's words, be the change you wish to see in the world. That's what led her to start Be The Change HR as a social enterprise, which not only does great HR work, but also contributes to the betterment of the world through their work. The company has seven-figure revenues and donates 10% of its annual net income to charity. Since launching in 2017, Be The Change HR has supported close to 30 nonprofit organizations. Leilani has over 20 years of HR experience, expanding across many industries, such as construction, finance, real estate, and manufacturing. She regularly teaches free job readiness courses and provides free coaching to individuals who've been trafficked, homeless, and veterans in transition. Our interview will begin right after messages from our sponsors. Have you been wanting to launch your podcast and just haven't found the right resources? I launched Master Leadership Podcast in 2016, and it now ranks in top 1% globally. I've gathered all I've learned and created Master Your Podcast in a Weekend course on Master Your Swag app so that you have everything you need to share your voice with the world, minus those excuses. So download Master Your Swag app on Google or Apple platforms to access the Master Your Podcast course and launch your podcast this weekend. Welcome, Leilani Cure. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, considering <laughs> traveling and time difference and trying to catch up with the rhythm. So yeah, Leilani, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. Yeah, I think as an HR professional, you're kind of catapulted immediately into a position of leadership just by way of being someone internally in a company who people look to, hopefully, in right. a positive way, right? Hopefully, I say hopefully because you know I've been in human resources for over 20 years now, and there's this been this beautiful evolution that's happened from being a personnel department and being the people who police the company all the way to where we're at today. And that is really being a business partner, helping a business grow and helping lead the workforce in the healthiest ways possible in order for an organization to grow and serve as a great place to work. So as an HR professional, you start to learn from a very young age how to be somebody that people trust 
That's one of the biggest things as a leader, as an HR professional that you really have to hone in on, you know, how do you serve both the employees in the company and the people who come to you for that trust to be the voice for them to help handle the issue, the problem, and sometimes a legal concern. And how do you also serve the company that you work for and do right by them as well? And so this has been the path that I've been on and still I'm always learning about like, how do you find that perfect spot of where both people can win? It takes finesse, doesn't it? Oh my, it takes finesse, a lot of sweat, mistakes. I can't tell you how many times I've done something too far. Usually it's the employee side, right? You build these personal relationships with people and they need your help. And so you go above and beyond in the name of them. But sometimes when you work with businesses and leadership that doesn't value their employees, then you get in a bit of trouble when you're in that position. One of the things that I've done in my career that I've always fallen back on, it's sort of been a question that I'll pose to myself in these situations where you don't know what to do, is the question, what's the right thing to do? And that can add so much clarity in what you're going to do next. And so even with those soft skills, even with all the rules and regulations, what leaders say, what you want to do for the employees, you can step back and ask that question to kind of clear your head of what's the step I take next. Right. And so it occurs to me that you've done work on yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) The way that I laugh. That's true. Yes, I have. Because we can't teach what we don't know. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so how important is it for leaders to really work on self-awareness? I make this very serious joke a lot. And I say, if you're a leader, get yourself a therapist and a coach. Because you need both and you need them because as a leader, we sort of don't have so much room to be human when we affect our teams. So if we have a bad day, you can't go from like zero to whatever that looks like for you and blow up at people or have a breakdown or stop doing the work or stop supporting individuals. You don't have that much room because you're leading an organization. And I think, you know, doing the work on yourself, you know, with a coach and or a therapist, probably coach and a therapist, like I said earlier, that helps put those tools in place so that when that day comes, when things are hard, when you, you know, might overstep the boundary and affect someone else on your team, you're able to quell that enough to continue to support and deal with it in your own way. I mean, it's so important to do the work yourself. And that's a responsibility that we have to show up as the best human that we can possibly be. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. But when we practice that self-awareness, when we take ourselves on, that's taking responsibility for who we are so that we don't dramatically or drastically affect those people around us in a negative way. Yes. Yeah. So you also mentioned trust and trust is big for me. I believe that trust has to be the foundation of how we move forward. So with that said, how do you cultivate trust in what you do? Be a trustworthy person. In March of 2020, we had this huge shift in the workforce and, you know, people were leaving offices and going home because they had to. Right. And there was a lot of discussion in my world, in the human resources world, and the leaders that we were working with in different organizations 
how can I trust my people? The idea of putting software on people's devices or monitoring how productive they are, these jokes about having your cameras on and slacking someone from the beach just to make sure that they think that you're working. But it always goes back to what kind of leader are you? And what kind of culture did you develop before these things happened that now you need to question your workforce on how trustworthy they are? So I always swing that back around to the person. Are you trustworthy? Right. right? Can your workforce trust you? How open and honest are you when things are really difficult? in a strong way, right? In a way a leader should be. I mean, obviously you're going to tell them everything and you don't tell the kids that you can't make the mortgage payment, but there's a piece of, you know, you have to share. And I'll talk about my own organization in that same vein. When you have a remote workforce, you have to trust them, but you have to be trustworthy yourself. One way that I cultivate that is vulnerability in what I share, both with how the company is doing financially and the transparency and visibility there to rally the troops around when we're doing great and when we're not doing so great. And then the other piece that I do is, again, I don't tell everything, but there's an element to me as a leader when I'm struggling personally, when I'm having mental health issues, when I am not performing up to what I should for my team to say something and to be honest about it and to have a plan. Here's where I'm at now. Here's where we're headed. And just give me a little grace right now. And I find those types of things, both on the business side and the personal side as a leader, gives people permission to be honest with you about what's going on with them. And so in my organization, people have told me things that you normally wouldn't tell your leader or your boss about what's happening with them personally, or just the, the idea like, hey, I'm toasted today. Is it cool if I just take the day off? Yeah, no questions asked. And all that builds this trust that is so important. So again, it's not, do you trust your employees, but can they trust you Beautiful. first? Beautiful. It reminds me of that proverb, he who does not trust cannot be trusted, which is yep. really interesting. And so you mentioned vulnerability and, you know, Brene Brown talks about that connection between vulnerability and courage. And it does take courage, doesn't it? To mm-hmm. show up that way. And one of the words that I continue to talk about with leaders like yourself is this four-letter word that we don't speak in organizations much. Love. Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it needs to be brought up more because as humans, that's the highest vibration that we connect with. So speaking of trust, speaking of adding value to people, those are really super important. Now, you mentioned your organization. Tell me more about it. Where can I connect (laughs) with you? How can we find out more about you? Yeah, thank you for asking. It's bethechangehr.org. Love it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And on one side, we do human resources consulting for small mid-market businesses, On the other, we are a social impact organization. So myself and everyone on this team, we teach job readiness classes and we do one-on-one job readiness coaching for trafficking survivors. Um, Okay. Tell me more. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. It's the reason why I started the business. I mean, it's, it's called Be the Change HR for a reason. I wanted to do HR and philanthropy under one roof. 
and you know, there's no magic formula for a social impact business. And so it took um, a few years of fumbling quite a bit in order to get to where we're at today. And so where we're at today is 2% of our top line revenue goes to this job readiness program. It's offered to nonprofits who serve those individuals, those trafficking survivors. It's free for them. Now, internally as an organization, everyone on this team gets paid for their time, their regular rate. It's not volunteer for them. It's they're, you know, paid and trained to teach these classes and do this one-on-one coaching. And we work with five nonprofits across the U.S. It's something I know all of us are really, really proud of and we love to do. And to what you said on the idea of bringing love into an organization, my team will coyly say it every once in a while, you know, I love you guys, you know, but not like that. And so it's really important and it's infused in everything that we do because this business exists to serve that purpose to be a for-profit business that makes that type of impact in the world. That's just so needed. I always get teary eyed when I talk about it. I couldn't be more proud of what we do in that aspect to help people get ready to find healthy, gainful employment when they're healed enough to do so. And what calls you, what draws you so much to this work? Because it's typically when someone's so passionate about something, Leilani, it's because something in their lives draws them to it. So tell me a little bit about that. You hit the nail on the head. I have been doing this type of work since 2008. And I've always been an HR professional. And I'll say these in the classes that I teach. Prior to that, I went through a time period where I hit rock bottom a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. you know, for a handful of reasons. And sometimes in classes, I'll actually share what those things are, if it's relevant to that group as right. an a, encouragement to them. And once I got to a healthy enough place, I told myself, I'm going to help people find work. Cause that's what an, an HR professional is the perfect person to teach you how to put together a resume and how interviews go and give you tips and tricks. And so I would volunteer at nonprofits that did this job readiness work. That's solely what they did for other nonprofits. And as I grew in my career, I just kept volunteering. And at one point I just woke up and for two very strong reasons, one, I was at a point in my career where I felt like I could start my own business. And two, I was kind of tired of asking for volunteer time off and getting weird looks. Like, why do you want to be gone? I mean, for a couple hours a month to do this stuff. And I'd be like, why like, I should, I want to do this. And so I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to do my own thing. <laughs> and away I went, build the organization. And now we're 10 HR consultants strong. Part of what drives me in growing this business is the bigger we get, the more impact we can make. 2% of 1 million is different than 2% of 10 million. And so it's all been a huge journey, but it comes from a very personal place of how hard it is, you know, when you feel like you are not worthy of, and I say healthy gainful employment again, because a healthy job, there are jobs out there that aren't good to people and are healthy for people. But what we really teach and what I learned along my journey is confidence that you deserve that. You deserve to work at a great place that treats you well, to make your own money and make a living and take care of yourself and the ones around you that you love. Well, Leilani, this work certainly speaks to me. I love who you are in this world and what you're doing. I talk about my story and my trust manifesto on the podcast. It's episode 18. You know, it has to do with surviving and thriving. What you're doing is super important. Now, where can we reach you? 
Yeah. So be the change HR.org, any of the platforms at be the change HR, and you're welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is hard to spell. So just Leilani, L-E-I-L-A-N-I, last name, Cure, Q-U-I-R-A-Y. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Now, as a lifelong learner, what are you learning right now? Lifelong learner, always something I'm going to continue to learn, and that's balance. Mm -hmm. You know, between the work that we do, the impact that we make, my own health, mental and physical, the room for family, my partner, all of that. It's just always going to be something that I'm continually trying to balance and learn. I think we're all <laughs> continuing to learn that, that harmony between what we do in our lives. And so Leilani, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? This is an understatement. Um, we've been through a huge shift, right? And, you know, growing in HR and, and seeing the different ways that people are treated um, one thing that I'm hopeful for and sometimes concerned is I really hope that all leaders understand how important their role is because they create and foster cultures that affect so many people's lives. And if we don't do the work ourselves, the therapy, the coaching, right? The, whatever it takes for that person to be as healthy as they can. If you don't work on that, you're going to affect other people. And I'm hoping that this huge shift that happened really shows people how much of an impact they make on their workers' lives, employees' lives, and how it really is our responsibility to create the healthiest environments possible so we can all thrive. And it's so needed. So continue the work that you're doing. I'll continue my work. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. These conversations really up-level how we show up as leaders because we don't have all the answers. But to me, love covers all. You know, there are times when I don't know how to fix something and what comes to my mind is I just got to love. I just got to love. <laughs> I got to bring love into the equation. When I do that, it never fails. You start to see things differently and you start to be able to grow in your wisdom. Now, we have a question from a former guest. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So we have Kayvon Tucker, who is a big thinker. He vibrates so high. I had a great conversation with him. And so here's what he says. He talks about thinking bigger. So Leilani, what's your vision or dream for the world? And what are you doing today to move that forward, to make that a reality? You like I love that? that question. Oh, yeah. Because it speaks to part of my purpose. Mm -hmm. So that is truly to be conscious capitalists. I wish every single business had an element to where they allocated a certain portion of the profits to help others in need. If everyone can do that, the world would just be yes. a better place. We would be the change. Yeah, exactly. And so I, the vision of the future, whether it's 1% or building more social impact businesses that really are, exist for that type of change, that would be awesome. I love that. I love that social impact businesses. 
Now, as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like a future leadership guest to respond to? Like, what are you curious about? It would be great to know some unconventional leadership tips, stuff that you normally don't hear. You know, like, I don't know, let me make up something. Okay. Before you have a hard conversation, I do 10 pushups. I don't know, something like that, where you're like, well, that sounds like, a, you know, like, and here's why I do it. Something like that. I love that yeah. question. It is unconventional and that's what we love. Yeah. All right. So Leilani, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? If what I say resonates with you, I would love for you to follow us on any of our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, or even on TikTok. So yes, please follow us. So you're a TikToker, huh? It has been a hard and heavy lift to get on. But finally, as of like two weeks ago, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's connect because I just started TikToking too, but it's awesome. completely different. <laughs> it's me leading myself through dating. So it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So Leilani, I want to thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. It's been a great conversation. You are awesome woman. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful speaking with you. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.